755 is real with David O'Brien and Eric O'Flaherty is on the air now. Hello and welcome into the latest edition of 755 is real. Producer Cam here with you. We'll keep this brief. David and Eric hosted a late night live room on Monday discussing Austin Riley's massive historic contract extension with the Braves. They also discussed some of the trade deadline rumors and questions that fans had who attended the live room. Also, at the end of the podcast, news was broke. Will Smith traded for Jake Odorizzi. The guys reacted to that momentarily. If you aren't already, make sure you're subscribed to 755 is Real on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get the podcast. Also, if you aren't subscribed to The Athletic, now's the perfect time to do so with all of our MLB trade deadline coverage. $1 a month for six months, a perfect deal. All you have to do is go to theathletic.com slash 755 is real. And thank you all so much for tuning in. As always, here's David and Eric. What's up, Robert? How's, How's it going, guys? Uh, first of all, this is what a, what a day what for up, the Braves. <laughs> what a day for the Braves. Uh, I was going to ask, um, when Yates comes back, do you guys think there's any chance that Will Smith gets bumped? Or do you guys think – I've heard Dylan Lee's name thrown around. I don't see how you could possibly send him back. I'm just curious on your thoughts on that. No, I think he rides out his three-year, $40 million contract. I don't see them uh, after what he did in the postseason. And down the stretch last year, I can't see any way that they would uh, uh, release him and then have him go pitch for another team while the Braves are paying that down the stretch. I mean, he's even if people don't like him or whatever, um, they also didn't like him at this time last year when he was closing and making every every save an adventure. But then – Everybody loved him beginning that last week of the season or last two weeks when he uh, had that bases loaded situation in San Diego, started a role there that didn't stop until the World Series was over. So I, I can't see him releasing a guy making that much money who's done that for him in the past, as bad as he's been in some of his recent appearances. Yeah, I agree. Thanks, Robert. Lucas T. Hey, David and Eric. How are y'all? What's up, man? No. How are you? Uh, doing well. We've We've seen kind of time and time again over uh, like last year, all of those uh, trade deadline pickups that we had. None of those were the top dollar um, trade uh, trading block pieces that uh, that we hear talked about constantly. Like this year, it's Soto, it's Otani, it's. Ariano, all of those type groups. And I keep wondering, is there going to be a, a, an AA move of just someone completely entirely off the radar that we get from cash considerations. That's going to be a, um, a, a huge pickup for us down the, down the stretch. Is there just anyone completely off the radar that, that y'all think might appear kind of the way that uh, Rosario appeared last year off the radar or anything else? I know that's a very vague and ambiguous question, but just was interested in hearing. Well, I mean, by nature, it's if it's completely off the radar like Rosario was when he was on the DL, we certainly weren't thinking they were going to be trading for a yeah. guy and then on the DL, and a guy with Solaire was in under 200. It wasn't until after they made the deal that I looked a little, we all looked a little deeper into the numbers and realized the last nine or 10 games there, he did some home runs and was doing a lot better. But I mean, those are the kind of things that really, you'd have to go through the entire league with a fine tooth comb right now and try to find somebody like that and. You know, and I mean, and quite honestly, even Alex would even admit everybody he got kind of kind of uh, surpassed all expectations. It was just kind of magical last year. So, 
you know, um, you know, Rich Rodriguez, it was so good with those four outfielders that people forget how bad Rich Rodriguez was after those first three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and I got dropped off the, it was left off the postseason roster. And that was kind of probably the most significant deal they did at the deadline, other than maybe Duvall, you know, and Duvall, yeah. wasn't, you know, Duvall wasn't really doing that much with Miami at the time, but, uh, so I don't know if that answers your question, but yeah, uh, it's funny. Any of the big guys because they just don't have the minor league system right now that's stocked enough to get those guys. That teams want multiple prospects or young players off your team. And if you're a contending team, you're not going to trade young players off your team like Spencer Strider or Michael Harris or anybody like that. So you know they don't have the prospects to get the really really elite guys that are available. But I could see them pulling off a deal for a for a guy that could be a major pickup for the stretch, like an Ian Happ, that would be a really big deal. Or maybe Drury, you know, or even Michael A. Taylor, who's got like hmm. a career high 108 OPS plus this year and plays great defense. That would be a big addition for the brace potentially. Yeah, that is, I love that you mentioned the Eddie on the IL piece, the, I actually searched the league, looked through the league IL just to see where AA yeah. might pull some crazy magic this time around. And remember what they got him for, Pablo Pablo Sandoval, <laughs> who Cleveland just dumped as soon as they got him. Can and we sign Pablo? And he was nothing but a salary dump. <laughs> yeah, can we? It's almost like can we sign Pablo Sandoval just to dump him off on somebody? <laughs> yeah, I mean Eddie. Really, there were there were. The Braves had better expectations for them than anybody else did, including Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. Well, love the show. Thank you all for taking the question. Yep. Thanks, Lucas. Um, I mean, I'm on board with what you're saying, Dave. It's, it, you know, off the radar, you're not going to see. And I yeah. don't know. If, I mean, you'd have to comb through the whole league to try to find somebody like that. We're not getting paid enough to do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can't find the Eddie Rosario that's out there right now. Yeah. <laughs> if it was my job, if I was Alex, I'm sure I could find him. But it's I, that's hours and hours and hours of, of work and research. Uh, James pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing they did it last year, considering how many people from every team are writing about them online and shit. Like, you know, all the blogs and all the uh, fan uh the fan blogs and fan websites and all that i mean everybody is covering teams and, and yep. you would think that like last year rosario would have gotten out there at least you know hours before that the braves were interested but i don't remember anybody having that until it happened yeah well you never expect a guy on the dl to have any right. trade value honestly i mean it's not even having a good year unless it's Degrom on the dl but rosario on the dl you're thinking you know he he could probably slip him through waivers when he comes back or something, but you're not expecting him to get traded at the deadline. Really? And, yeah. And you know, and it was for, and like I said, it was a salary dump because they had no use for yep. Pablo. They just agreed to take him and then dump him. Yep. James so. B. Hey guys. Uh, so my question was, especially after the rally contract, how do you really think we navigate not only Swanson, but then in a couple of years freed, because I know we got a good AAV on pretty much everybody, but in yep. terms of navigating that, do you think Swanson's realistic, especially going into a contract year when he's an all-star and all yeah. that stuff? I wouldn't be yeah. if I was him. <laughs> oh no, I would love to have him there, but it I complicates I he, he might have he might have priced this out. No, yeah, I see what you're saying. It. it complicates it the year that he's having. Um, you know, you can't hit on every one of them and get below market contracts. I mean, that's four that I would I would have you. I mean, 
without going through every team, I would guess that there's not another team that has two team-friendly deals as good as the Braves have four now, and I'm including Olsen with that, which is a really team-friendly deal when you look at it. I mean, yeah. you're talking about four guys in a Cunha, Ozzy especially, who never makes more than $7 million in his contract, which is just ludicrous. Um, now, Austin, who never makes more than $22 million in his deal, and Olsen, who never makes more than $22 million in his deal. Acuna never makes more than $17 million. And that's at a time when guys are making 35 to 40 million now, and it's only going up. I mean, in another five years, when those guys are making a combined 68 million from the Braves, for those four guys, there are going to be a lot of players making between 35 and 42 million a year. Otani's going to be making 50. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I think it puts the Braves, I mean, the Braves are only going to raise their, their payroll. They've, they've pretty much. Not promised it, but they've said they're going to do it, and they have done it. You know, since um, coming back from the pandemic this year, they're up to 178 million franchise record, and they say it's going to keep going up. They're at about between eight and ten right now, depending on who's ranking the payrolls. But they say they're going to be top five before much longer. Um, if they get up closer to 200, I would say that having this cost control they have on these four guys long term, not to mention Michael Harris, who's going to have six years of contractual control and it'll be really affordable for at least four or five of those. Um, I would say it gives them a better chance of signing at least freed Dansby like you for the reasons you've mentioned is harder because he's in, he's taking all the risk and he's, you know, having a career year and you know, the Braves aren't, can't expect him to take the big hometown discount. I don't think, but and I think, um, well, I think part of it with Swanson is our farm system can't support a brand new starting shortstop. And with yeah, Reed, that, with Reed, we have gonna, we have a strong pitching staff. Like I mean, obviously you can't replace them, but there is some some backup in that regard. Well, Grissom's Swanson, coming in a couple of years. We got, and you could have a bridge guy to him. I could see Alex paying overpaying a veteran shortstop for one year to be a bridge to, to Grissom if he wants to go that route. I could definitely see that happening. Yeah. But I, but people that think they're going to swap Dansby for Trey Turner, <laughs> Trey Turner's going to make more than Dansby. Yeah. Probably significantly more. Yeah, I think, you know, there's a difference. And that, that's why Austin signed the deal he did. You know, I mean, agents get mad at you. The the union will kind of, you yeah. know, have some attitude about it. But when you're a player, you're, agent, an agent has a pool he's gambling on. The union has a pool they're gambling on. When you're a player, you have one person you're gambling on, and it's it's 50-50. Either you do it or you don't in the right years and get that contract. Um, Dansby's taken all this risk. He's he's gotten to the point where he's now two months away from probably signing a pretty crazy deal, and so it's it, you know it's it's going to cost a lot more to sign him than. I mean, he, he's going to be asking for twenty twenty five as a as a. All-star shortstop having yeah. his best year. You know what I mean, yeah, as a twenty-five to thirty homer guy at shortstop who plays Gold Glove caliber defense. Yeah, and he's worth it. I mean, that's, he's going to. Yeah, but I, I would argue that with the Braves that they should make an offer uh, similar to what they made uh, Austin, maybe a couple of years less because Dansby is twenty. Uh, what is he? Twenty-eight? Is he that old yet? I think he is. You know, because he was a college guy. I think he's 28, so that's that's three years older than uh, than Austin. So yeah, he's I wouldn't 28. go. Too, 
He's he's what twenty eight. Yep. Yeah, so I wouldn't go ten years with him, but you know, he's I'd make a seven or eight year offer worth more than twenty eight twenty a year for him. He's worth that. And but you know, on the other hand, the Braves know their guys better than anybody. And Vaughn and Grissom is a stud, man. He's rising quickly. And yeah. You can only have you got to you got to sprinkle in some young, uh, affordable guys when you have them, and they got a chance with him, like they did with Michael Harris. You know, instead of going out and getting a center fielder, they they stuck with Michael Harris, and now look at him. So, I could see it going either way. Um, uh, on the other hand, Max Fried is still a couple years away from free agency, and now's the time to make him that offer. And I think you could get him, you know, at his age. With the injuries he's had in the past, Tommy John, some other nagging stuff, I think you could get him on maybe a little less than he'd hit on the open market and what less than what people think he might get. Because if you're Max Fried and you love it here, getting an offer of you know 150 million dollars when you've gone through what he's that's got to look mighty good, man. When you're when you're approaching free agency in a couple of years and you're going to be 30 years old and, and you've gone through what he has, I. I could see him taking an affordable, and if I'm the Braves, I'd try to get him signed because he's an ace you can have for the next five, six years while he's still in his peak. Yeah, and he takes great care of himself. I, yeah. I think any, you know, it's with pitchers, it's definitely more of a risky move just because you have one limb that you're counting on. <laughs> with position yeah. players, you roll an ankle and maybe you're not as mobile, but you still got your power at the plate. You're still a good defender. Uh, with a pitcher, if if you have a serious arm injury or soldier surgery or th- something, if that thing blows yeah. out, you know, especially Max has already had it. He's already sat and I think he was an A ball at the time and wondered if his arm's going to be the same and done the year long rehab. So I think you definitely have a better chance at getting a, a pitcher to take that discount contract or team friendly contract, whatever you want to call it, just because there's got to be a different mindset when yeah. you know you're just one pitch and you could be feeling great that day, nothing yep. nagging you, and you feel a pop, and there goes 150 mil. You look at you know, a guy like Brandon Beachy or a guy yep. like, uh, you know, Medlin, who was never Medlin. the same after he, you know, you want to yeah. take that money. If you got a chance to make nine figures, man, that's hard oh. to leave out there as a pitcher, knowing how, like you said, you're one pitch away from everything turning upside down whereas Acuna blows out his knee and yeah you know he's scared about it but there's a really good chance he's going to come back at 100 percent you know from knee surgery when you're right and he's got so many other tools and gifts that he's going to be great again Eric let's hear from today's sponsors also while we're on the subject man we all kind of poo-pooed and laughed about you know or some people laughed at Acuna for leaving 100 million dollars on the table or whatever when he did but how about if this knee injury had happened the year that he signed that after with less than one year of service time right now, you know, at least he's got that money. He's guaranteed a hundred million dollars, whatever happens. If he were to God forbid, blow out again, you know, you just never know. So, or even if the money. guy that he's been since he's come back from it is who he stays to, you know, who he yeah. is now, you know, I mean, that's, that's the other side of the risk is that maybe you come back from the injury, but your production's never the same. So when your stock could never be higher, maybe you are technically taking a discount, but there's a lot of stuff that can go south in a career. And you got nine figures in the bank, man. I, I don't I don't ever get mad at anybody. I'd be the worst agent ever, but I don't get mad at any guy that decides to set <laughs> himself up for life playing baseball. No shit. And there's two different schools of thought, obviously, with agents. You got your BB Abbots and you yep. got your Scott Borises at yep. the extremes. You got Abbott, who's gonna try who was going to try to get his player in a place he's most comfortable on the best deal he can get there, which is what he did with Matt Olson. 
coming home. Olson made it clear he'd love to sign here long term, and he did it for he could have got he could have probably got another fifty million if he'd have waited, you know, until he hit free agency. Um, but he didn't want that. He wanted to be here. And then you got Boris Scott's going to go. Scott's going to get the absolute highest dollar he can get, uh, more than nine times out of ten for his get for his uh, clients. And what and, changes if he doesn't? That you know, I mean, he's got so many guys. He's made so much money. He, yeah. as an agent, can afford to take that gamble himself. Right. So Boris sees a guy like Riley take this contract tonight. He's pissed. Oh yeah. He oh, threw yeah. up. I guarantee you, he threw up when he saw it. Just like he was when Ozzy took his, and when especially when Acuna took his, yep. he just looks at it as, "What are they doing? What are their agents doing? They're leaving." Yep. You know. <laughs> I'm not mad at those guys at all. Yeah, I, Riley. Riley could have got a lot more if he wouldn't take this thing all the way to free agency, and he kept doing what he's doing right now. But if you're Austin Riley and you grew up the way you did, middle class, upper middle class guy, you don't, you know, you you don't need a fortune. You don't have to have the most of everything. You're a guy that likes to hunt in the off season. You don't have seven cars. You already got married. What in the hell, man? Two hundred twelve million dollars and two hundred thirty-two. If they pick up the the option, which they're yep. going to do if he keep if he keeps hitting, that's so much money, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 hard to really keep the perspective on that, but a lot of guys do. You know, they they sign these deals and the same way anybody that's doing any job in life. If you got offered 212 million, they, they jump out of their chair and say, I just got 212 million. And it's, it's really people outside of that situation that'll criticize you. But yeah, I I understand. I understand the union standpoint of trying to get everybody the best deal. And I understand the agents trying to do their job and keep the price going up for everybody. But I never blame a player, you know, because when you're going through it, you know all the risk. You've you felt bad. You've and you've had bad seasons. You've had bad slumps right. that you said, maybe I never get out of. I have the ultimate respect for a guy like Dansby that can gamble on himself because it takes so so much balls to do. But I'm never mad at the guys that are like, shit, I'm set for life if I just sign on this paper and take it. I mean, a little over 15 months ago, Austin Riley was getting the people were questioning Snit about how long can you carry Austin Riley when he hadn't had an extra base hit yet. I mean, that was 15 yeah. months ago, and now he's got $212 million guaranteed. Yeah, and he still remembers that feeling. He still remembers yeah. those struggles. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a hell of a deal. You know, some, uh, you know there's other agents and players junior are going to look at it as $21.2 million a year average annual value when he could have got 25 at least. But that's not the way a guy like him is going to look at it, and I certainly can't blame him. And I, But I, the long-winded answer, I think it gives him a better chance of, of re-signing uh, either or Max Fried and Dansby having the cost certainty that they have now when the most they're ever going to pay those four players in one year is 68 million combined. That's yeah, like and one and a half. That's like two of the, of, of the elite players on some teams, you know, making, yeah. making 30 million a year. Well, and they had to factor in those future moves when they were trying to sign Dansby and trying to make the, you know, it's all part of the equation. So knowing what they're getting Austin yeah. will probably help them sign Dansby if they're going to do it. And also uh, now you've got Dansby, uh, you got Austin signed up for a decade. It limits now Grissom because you could have before talked about, they talked about moving him off short. He may eventually need to move off short as big as he, because he's a big guy, uh, not big and slow, just a big guy. But, you know, they've a-Rod, uh, Ripken, there's some guys his size at short. Uh, but you do not have the option now of moving him to third base. So, nope, and right. Or, or first or to make, 
yeah. or outfield, shortstop or outfield, but he's too gifted, I think, in the infield to think about moving to the outfield. It says in our uh, chat here that the Braves traded Will Smith to the Astros for Jake Odorizzi. So that answers another question. Yep. There you go. Late night deal going down. Uh, we right. got for a couple more. Kelly F. Hey, I'm here. All right. We got one. I'm, uh, you know, I'm glad y'all mentioned Max just a second ago because I really, I loved watching Monday night's game where Snit went out to get him and then he let him finish the inning. Um, because I just haven't watched, obviously, you know, the horsemen we had in the nineties, the concept of a quality start and both from pitcher and writer, Dave, is that something that's even valued anymore is considering a quality start? Um, you know, I think, I don't know that pitchers worry too much about that because if you got a quality start every time out went six innings, three runs, yeah, you know, you're looking at a four and a half ERA for the year. So if you throw 200 innings, that's a good season. But more than anything, I think, I think pitchers still care way more about wins. Um, they care a lot more about wins than, than people give them credit for. Uh, guys like to see that record next to their name, you know, 15 and five, or if they're five and 15 and they have a two seven ERA, they're, they're pissed. You know, um, I don't think quality starts. I think it's a, it's a good indicator that you're going out and giving your team innings, but I don't think too many pitchers put uh, an extreme amount of value on that. Yeah. And then I loved listening uh, when you had Colin on the other day, I really enjoy listening to, to guys like him who you don't realize the journey they've gone through uh, in the majors and glad he's on our side now, but um, yeah, I enjoyed listening to him the other day. Thanks guys. Yeah, he yeah, was great. Thank you. Really informative. Colin was great. All right. That's going to do it for the live room. Thank you to all who tuned into the live room and thank you all for listening as well. This was a quick hit or reacting to revelatory news with the largest contract in Atlanta Braves history. Austin Riley inked for 10 more years. Big moment in club history. If you aren't already, make sure you're subscribed to 755 is real on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get the show. It's as important now as ever, especially with the trade deadline, because you'll receive notifications when new shows release when you are subscribed on those platforms. And you want to stay abreast with all the latest information about the Braves and David and Eric's insight into the team. Make sure you're subscribed. As always, thank you all so much for tuning in. We couldn't keep this show up without you. We really appreciate it. 755 is real out.